Okay, folks, what is the link between Route 66, Barney Oldfield, and Lewis Chevrolet? Give up? Well, to make a short answer out of a long story, we step back to the spring of 1908 and a gathering of leading businessmen in Phoenix, Arizona that would end with a motoring spectacle of epic portions. Now, I'm willing to bet that there was a bit of drinking involved as a story of adventure like this never begins with they were talking and having a salad. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. Before sharing this fast-paced story, I'd like to say thank you to the boys of the road crew for our great theme song, as well as their road trip inspiring tunes. Take a listen at roadcrew66.com. At this particular gathering with George Purdy Villard, president of the fledgling Maricopa County Automobile Club, and Dr. George Vickers, owner and publisher of the Arizona Republican, now the Arizona Republic, in attendance, it shouldn't come as a surprise to learn that the primary topic of discussion was automotive in nature. Specifically, there was heated debate about the optimal mode of power for automobiles, steam, electric, or gasoline. In short order, wagers were placed, and an automotive race from Los Angeles to Phoenix across the desert was being planned for that fall. The first race began at the stroke of midnight on November 7, 1908, in front of the Hollenbeck Hotel at the corner of 2nd and Spring Streets in Los Angeles. The course would lead drivers through Pomona, Ontario, Palm Springs, and Indio, cross the Colorado River by ferry at Ehrenberg, and continue across the deserts of Arizona through Salome and Buckeye into Phoenix. When the dust settled 30 hours and 36 minutes later, F.C. Fenner and his mechanic Happy Forbes, driving a white, dubbed Black Bess, were declared the winner. Fenner had whipped a new Kissel car, an air-cooled Franklin, and an Elmore, and he did it with a steam-powered automobile that was four years old and that had already logged more than 50,000 miles in the Arizona desert. The excitement generated by the event and the attention garnered for the city of Phoenix ensured that there would be another race in November of 1909. And so the desert classic, derisively labeled by reporters as the Cactus Derby, was born. By the 1914 race, the last in the series, it was a major international event. This year, the course followed the National Old Trails Road from Los Angeles to Ash Fork, Arizona, before turning south to Prescott and the finish line in Phoenix. The National Old Trails Road segment would be signed Route 66 after 1926. As this was now a major sporting event, the list of entries was more than enough to grab international headlines. Counted among the 20 drivers were Barney Oldfield, the recent winner of the Indianapolis 500, Louis Chevrolet, and Louis Nykrant, the local Phoenix boy turned celebrity that had driven in every race and won two. Adding to the circus-like atmosphere in towns and sightings along the way were a rowdy and inebriated group that called themselves the Howdyites. They had chartered a train that they dubbed the Howdy Special. By the time their excursion reached Kingman, their exploits had resulted in confinement to the train. H.J. Pink, driving a Thomas, 
was the first wreck when his car slid into a ditch on a tight curve. As the racers crossed the Mojave Desert, the mechanical devastation began to mount. Broken frames, stripped clutches, broken gears, blown head gaskets, bent wheels were just a few of the maladies encountered. At Ash Fork, in South to Prescott, the road was a muddy gumbo. Reports on the front page of the Arizona Republican, November 11, 1914, stated the mud was so thick in Prescott that Barney Oldfield was hitting both curbs on the wide corridor of Cortez Street. The destruction of the automobiles and the ingenious repairs made were nothing short of spectacular. Bill Bramlett, driving a Cadillac, claimed fifth place, with two whittled-down fence posts wired into place as replacements for broken steering components. Still, he did better than most of the entrants, as only seven vehicles crossed the finish line. The first was Lewis Nykrant, but as this was a timed event, the crown went to Barney Oldfield, whose elapsed time had eclipsed Nykrant by 36 minutes. If you'd like to know more about the great desert classic Cactus Derby races, check out the blog section of our website at jimhinkleysamerica.com. To wrap up this week's program, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, the Wagon Wheel Motel in Cuba, Missouri. As the oldest continuously operated motel on Route 66, the past and present blend seamlessly, making for a unique experience. This little gym is no mere motel. It is a destination. Hey, thank you for joining us this morning. Don't forget, on Saturday morning, you are cordially invited to join us for an interactive live stream program, Coffee with Jim, on our Facebook page. Until we meet again, amigos, adios. See you next week. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America.